Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo! What's up, everybody? It is me, Derek, host of the Degenerate Derek Podcast, back for Season 2, Episode 7. Week 1 in the NFL just wrapped up, so we'll go over that. Excited to be back, excited to be here. We're down one co-host today, Jared. Um, he's got a meeting, and he was—he looked like he was feeling like complete shit. So. Oh no, yeah, that our trip last night, right? Him. We, you guys had a best friends weekend. We'll talk about that here in a second. I do have Daniel with me. Uh, Jared and Daniel went to the Cowboys game over the weekend. They also went to a Slipknot concert. I was supposed to go to the Cowboys game. I was unable to make it because of family emergency. Daniel did me a favor and took the ticket for me. Went and had the time of his life. Uh, sat with Doctor Genebi. If you don't know Doctor Genebi, he's a well-known plastic surgeon here in San Antonio, big sponsor of the Billy Madison show, always hooks me up every year with tickets. So I was glad Daniel got to go to that because normally you, you, you've been to the games, but you sat way... I sit in the nosebleeds right. all the way up there. Right. Which isn't always as bad, you know, being able to see that kind of view of the field, but it is nice to be able to go down and sit with the... And the, the, the five hundred dollar seats. Oh if my you god, will. I felt like a king. Right. It was badass. And you got to go to an amazing game, which we'll obviously get into with uh obviously Cowboys and Giants, and everybody knows what the Cowboys did yesterday. We'll get into all that. We'll get into what picks of ours were good, which ones sucked, and a little bit of preview of Monday night football. We'll cover all that, but let's first start off with obviously college, right? Because we haven't done an episode since college, even though who really cares, but we'll, we'll just go over a few of the headlines and we'll move on to the pros. Um, in college, it was kind of, I hit that Army pick, plus 22 against you did. Michigan. You did. You I nailed it. that one. I lost my Rice pick, and then I won another one, I forget. Nebraska, my team, they uh, lose on a heartbreaker to Colorado, which essentially was a home game for my Huskers. And then obviously Texas... You guys got completely slaughtered by LSU. We got slaughtered. Yeah, how, I mean, how did that make you feel? You seemed upset about it. I was I, following you on Twitter on that one. Oh, I was so pissed off. By the way, it's BMS underscore Daniel 11 on Twitter. Uh, you seemed to take that loss really. I mean, I took it personal because you did take it personal, which was shocking because LSU did seem like the better team. The LSU was the better team, but yeah. I was hyped for this season. The Longhorns show promise last year. I mean, they did take it. They went to the Sugar Bowl. They had a 10 plus win season for the first time in a long time. I was just real hyped about it, and it just they didn't play the the game that they should have played. They didn't stick. I don't think they stuck to the game plan. Like I felt they relied too much on the running game, uh, but they didn't get Sam out of the pocket, which he's good for. Uh, the defense was inexperienced. I knew that going in. I was just hoping it would have been better. But Todd Orlando, the defensive coordinator, he he left his young, inexperienced secondary out to dry. He blitzed the linebackers. So when you do that in a zone offense or zone defense, the middle's open. Right. And that's all Burrow did, just chunked it in the middle, chunked it in the middle. And that killed them. And it, it was unfortunate. Also, a big play, fourth and goal, first drive. Open they go receiver, for it. Open in the end zone. Deontay Ingram drops the pass. Right. Changed the momentum of the game. Even though they got. I feel like uh, if Tom Herman's wife was uglier, he kicks a field goal there. But because Tom Herman's wife is like so hot, he's like, I got to go for a touchdown. I got to be Big Dick Tom right here. You know, I mean, he should have went for the field goal. He should have went for the you field goal the, the second points. time. Yeah, you, you got to take the points in those situations. But you know, with I think you're so used to in the Big Twelve not taking the points there and kicking a field goal. You know, like in the situation like last night Sunday night football, where uh, the Steelers are down twenty to nothing, 
and it's fourth and goal from the one, and they kick a field goal. Oh, God. And it's just like, what's no, the point, you bro? You need to go for that touchdown. You're not even yeah. trying at that point. So, yeah, so college, whatever. I'm kind of – I'm quickly over college now that the NFL is in full swing. Like, and that's I don't fine. don't really give a shit. Now, college won't get better tor- till towards the end. Championship yeah. week. Absolutely. So let's move on to the NFL where we all had picks – um, we did a, we're doing a challenge where we're doing, you know, five picks each for the whole entire week. Nobody really did great. Uh, Jared, he, he did the best. He went three and two. Let me pull up his picks real quick. So Jared, uh, he had the bills jets over 40 and a half. That was a loser. He had the Colts chargers under 45. He should have won that one. The Colts scored a touchdown and a two-point conversion with 19 seconds left to tie that game up to send it into overtime and effectively lost him the total on that one. If the Chargers could have kept the Colts out of the end zone on that last drive, uh, Jared would have went 4-1 and one yesterday. But unfortunately, that was a loser. His Titans-Browns over 45.5, that was over. That was over almost by the Titans itself. They had 43 of the 45.5. Uh, Redskins, Eagles, he had the over 44 and a half in that game. That was a winner. And the 49ers, Bucks, he had the under 51. That was also a winner. So um, let's just say you were to put, uh, you know, a $110 bet because that's the most common bet in sports because usually most lines are minus 110. And what that means is you got to put down $110 to win 100. If uh, you were to bet $110 blindly on Jared's picks this week, you would be up 80 bucks on the week. Daniel, uh, he and myself, we both went two and three over the weekend. So if you were to do the same amount of bets on us, you'd be down minus 130. Wow. The Falcons, Vikings, hey, it's a long season. It all right. It could have been much worse. It trust me. Been. Trust me. It would have been in my real like in my real life, too. The only reason I'm not actually down is because I am a degenerate gambler. So I bet on way more than the five picks that I gave out. Like I. I got on the Ravens action. I got on the Titans action. So I had a decent weekend. I just didn't have a decent weekend on the podcast. I did get screwed, though. I should have been three and two. You should have. I, I had the Bills and the Jets minus two and a half. And the Jets are winning that whole game. And they give up a last, you know, they give up a drive to close out the game that the Bills won on, too. The uh, Bills beat the Jets 17 to 16. That was uh, one of my losers. Bengals, Seahawks, I was way off on that one, and then I was way off on the Steelers, Patriots. I don't know why I went with the Steelers. Usually because the Patriots, it seems like they start out the season's kind of slow. They but always like, usually do. Last night, they were like... They were on fire. They were by, from the get-go. It was like they were not fucking around. Um, Daniel, his picks were uh, Falcons-Vikings. He had the Falcons plus four, loser. God, and Kirk Cousins had a shitty game, Yeah, and he still won. Redskins, Eagles. Um, he had the Redskins plus ten, like I did. That was a winner. That was a good job. We got lucky on that one. Yeah, we did. We got lucky, even though we shouldn't have had to get lucky. The Redskins were winning. They they dominated the first half. They played great. The Eagles deserved to win that game, but they did not deserve to cover ten points. So the right thing happened in that game, where the Eagles won, but the Redskins covered like they deserved. Uh, you had the Titans-Browns. You had the Browns oh minus six. That was a big loser. <laughs> Screw Baker. You got lucky on the Lions and I the Cardinals. Got lucky. Yeah. I got so lucky. You had the Cardinals plus two and a half. Uh, they tied that game. That game ended in a 27-27 tie. So because you had the Cardinals plus two and a half, you were the winner. Yeah. Now, if you would have had the Lions minus two and a half, I lost. you would have lost because that game tied. Uh, and then you also had the Chargers and the Colts. You had the Chargers minus seven. That was a loser. Wow. So those were our picks. 
So again, Jared right now is in the lead at three and two. Uh, me and Daniel are both at uh, sitting at two and three. Uh, I will definitely bounce back next week, hopefully. Oh, yes. Actually, next week's lines are going to be incredibly tough. I've already looked ahead at some of those. We'll preview those later on in the week. Uh, I Obviously, I want to take a moment to talk about the Cowboys game is the biggest thing that we want to talk about. Um, I can't think of any other games that I really want to cover that really stuck out. No, the that, Browns one, that I saw that one coming. I, I called it when I was first started this season two. Um, I, I talked about the Browns. I talked about the, the Titans winning that game. I talked about the Browns hype train, and I warned you guys about that. And so hopefully you followed that if you listened to some of the earlier podcasts. But that was just, that was never going to yeah. come out a winner. No, like it, it, yeah. it was too hype for the Browns. The Titans are a grown-ass man team. And what I mean by that is they got a bunch of big-ass dudes on there. They are more physical than the Browns. And they just, they dominated them. And it was actually kind of sad. It was sad. It was yeah. sad because there was so much hype for the Browns. But you talk too much. Baker, you got to shut up. Yeah. And hopefully he learns from that. You you can learn. Like, this doesn't define Baker. This doesn't define the Browns if you choose to learn from it. And the lesson in this was shut the fuck up. Yeah, just don't talk anymore, man. Yeah, like, quit, it, quit being like. You didn't even show up for the game. His little, it, it literally, his quote was, um, it's not hype because the hype is real. And then you lose by 30 opening week. You you let the Titans put a 43 on you. You, throw you let Derrick Henry catch a 75-yard uh, screen pass for a touchdown. Derrick Henry's a monster, though. He is. That's nothing to be embarrassed about. I, I watched him run a 99-yard touchdown on the Cowboys, so it's <laughs> it's all good. Trust me. Derrick Henry's a beast. And the Titans are good, so it's really nothing to be embarrassed. You didn't lose to a bad team. You lost to a team that's better than you. So... Listen, just shut up, put your head down, go to work, move forward. Uh, some of the other games over the weekend that were shocking, the Ravens. I mean, obviously the Dolphins, everybody knew were going to be shit, but to see them up 42 to 10 and a half. Wow, I didn't even know what happened. Lamar Jackson, five touchdowns. And I didn't think he was going to be that great of a quarterback. I, I, like, oh, I'm, man, I've talked so much shit about Lamar Jackson. I got a tweet from a guy that's just a couple months ago um, because I had... One of my my picks that I feel like is going to lose now was I had the Steelers winning the AFC North, which is only week one. So, like, we got to chill out with the people tearing their ACLs from their knee-jerk reactions. You know, like, it's it gets a little heavy with week one. It does. Um, but that, that play doesn't look as great as it does right now. But this guy was like, no, nah, Ravens are winning that division. And I was just like, oh, with Lamar Jackson at quarterback? I think not. <laughs> I might be eating shit on that one. So, uh, dude had a great, I mean, a phenomenal game. I haven't watched, I haven't got to watch all the games yet. I have NFL Game Pass, so I go back and I get to watch every single game. I've gotten through a few of them. Uh, I got through, like, the Titans-Browns that we talked about. I watched the Redskins-Eagles. Um, what about the Bengals-Seahawks? I, I, was... I got to watch that one today. Obviously, I watched the Giants-Cowboys. Let's just move on to that one. And then uh, some of these other ones, maybe we'll cover at a later date, but I doubt it because we'll move on. We also still got to talk about Monday Night Football as well. Uh, Giants-Cowboys. So, obviously, the story from that game is you have to now pay Dak Prescott all the money. Mm. And, like, Dak had a great game. He, he looked amazing. I mean, he was he had a perfect QB rating. What did he throw, four touchdowns? Four touchdowns. They're different receivers. Four touchdowns, yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, an amazing, a phenomenal game. And all I hear about now is that it's it's Kellen Moore and it's how Scott Linehan was holding Dak Prescott back. I could not disagree more. 
I think the thing that has benefited Dak was this is his 52nd start in the NFL. He's going on fourth year. Fourth year. This is his fourth year in the league now. So there's a maturate. There is a maturation process that has happened over these three years that he's been in the league. Because Dak wasn't hitting passes, no, he wasn't like this Those in the passes past. that he made yesterday. Yeah. He would have missed. People act like, oh yeah, see, this is this is what Dak has been the whole time. I couldn't disagree more. I think Dak has worked his balls off to get better, and I also think the offensive line deserves a ton of credit for giving him all day to throw. It was not pressured once. Not pressured. His jersey was so clean. He had a great game, but I also think the Giants really suck dick. And they do. They are awful. So let's just let's just pump the brakes a little bit and you know before we crown everything and and about how this has been I think it was the coming out party for Dak. I really do. I mean the dude looked freaking phenomenal. Amazing. But the thing that I, the the what's going on on Twitter right now is people are like, "Oh yeah, all the Dak haters, yeah, you can shut up now." Hey, listen, th- those things that were said about Dak at the time were true, Very and they true. were fair. You know, people talk about, what. go back to 2017 when he was getting highly criticized that year that Zeke had to serve a six-game suspension, and effectively it ended our season because Zeke was out. Those were just the facts. That wasn't people making up things or none of that. But what can what can happen? Quarterbacks get better over time, and that may be something that has happened. Dak... From what everybody says is that Dak has worked his ass off, and it showed yesterday. And I'm glad it showed because he came out. We needed a quarterback like this. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, like he looked so good yesterday, and he looked so calm. And he he didn't make he made a couple errant throws, but that was in the beginning. That was he was so accurate. He made some throws that were dimes. Some he had gallop on some over the shoulder passes that were amazing, and it just looked. My point is, is that. I don't think that it is um, you can attack people that would call out Dak in earlier years, like myself. Like I was one of those people. I but was too. I've also said though that you gotta give the kid you gotta give the kid time to be in the league. He's gotta learn. I've said that on this podcast itself. I've said that, you know, we don't know what he's gonna be yet because nobody's given him the time to do so. And listen, he's come out and done his damn thing. Like, but don't act like this was always the Dak Prescott that Scott Linehan was. Listen, I think Scott Linehan did his did the best that he could do at the time. It was time to move on to Kellen Moore, and I think Kellen Moore has taken the reins and he's changed this offense. And it's been a combination of Kellen Moore's play calling and then Dak Prescott's uh, maturation process, his experience, uh, the ups and downs that he's already went through in this league. I mean, you don't think those things matter? Like, come on. Come on, this isn't always this, this, Dak Prescott just hasn't always been able to wake up and throw the ball the nope. way that he did yesterday. No, it and was you, a different and, Dak Prescott. You're lying to yourself if you say that that's the truth. All right, it's it's hard work that he's put in. He's had to work his ass off to get to this point, and I'm proud of him for getting to, getting there. I mean, because he's he looked great yesterday. But again, let's also pump the brakes. The Giants are really bad. And the offensive line was really good yesterday. Super good. So, I mean, it's week one. Knee-jerk reactions, positive or negative. I think people just need to relax. Just pump the brakes just a little bit. It'll be all right. It was awesome to see, though. I mean, to watch him just have complete control of that offense. It was... And he was making some good throws that I didn't think he could make. Right. And he was hitting those slants... Oh my god! It, it was it was just amazing to see live too. Just yeah, yeah, from yeah. Where I was in at. person. Oh yeah. my god! The stadium had to be 
Insane. It was intense. And every Giants fan, like, they were talking shit in the beginning. Right. Which I don't know why, because everybody knew the Giants were going to be really bad. By halftime, they were all gone. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. um, Because it's been, you know, it's been not a tough road, because we went to the playoffs twice since Tony's retired, pretty much. And um, Dak, I mean, there's only been one other quarterback, I think, that has won as many games in his first three years than Dak Prescott. I actually think he might have... He might have the record for most wins in the first three years of their season as a starting quarter, or something like that. Something, He's up yeah. there, right? Yes, he he, his winning percentage is insane. So it's not like we've had all these like losing years, but we've won the games differently. We, we've won the games by controlling the ball on the ground. We've won the games by defense. And this was really one of the first times where we saw, I mean, through for 400 some yards an and game. four touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. It was a quarterback like balling out. And so. I just imagine the energy in that stadium had to be. It was intense. It a was different great. level. Yeah, yeah. It was. A, was it had to be a lot of fun. It was, a, it was the best time I've ever had at a game. I swear to God, yeah. like, it was just amazing just to be there. And I've never sat that close before. I've been to plenty of cowboy games. I've just never been that close. And and just to see them play the way they did, I I was shocked. I really was because I was like, man, I hope Dak doesn't complete. What he used to do, I right. I've seen that he always checked down. He always but people act down. like they, he didn't do that. People act like he wasn't a check down quarter. Mainly the reason I went on my little rant that I did is because like I was you know giving kudos to Dak yesterday. People were like, oh, you shut the fuck up. You're fucking a Dak hater. And I was like, I wasn't a Dak hater. I was pointing out what the facts were. What the facts were is that he was a check down QB there for a long time. And when people were open, he wasn't throwing it to him, uh-uh. or he was it was an errant throw. Like, that wasn't me being a hater. And I also said, listen, the kid's young. Like, he needs time in this league. A lot of times, uh, not everybody comes in a league and they're just the GOAT. It just doesn't happen like yeah. that. And quarterbacks, you see quarterbacks get better with time. Uh, Tony Romo, I sat there and watched that his whole career. I mean, he was ass at first. In the beginning, he was. Yeah, he was complete ass. And then he just, he learned and he learned and he learned and he got better. And so it's fun to see that same thing happen with Dak now. And it's fourth and year. so it's okay that if I if I come out and I'm like, man, Dak is playing great. I can say that. I can still say that. Even though back a couple of years ago, I was pointing out the facts. You know, when it was like, oh man, he couldn't throw the deep ball. Maybe he can throw the deep ball now. People get better over time. And so it's just like, it pisses me off that it's like, you can't, all of a sudden now you can't root for your team. You can't support your quarterback. It, there's a difference between pointing out the facts and being honest about who your team is and how your team plays at that time and moment when it happens. And then when you move on to the next season and maybe your team's gotten better and it's all right, you can root for your, the fucking team that you support. You dumb dicks. Yeah. Like God, like people are like but you can criticize as well. You you can criticize as well. Yeah, it's listen. I pay too much money to not be able to do both. Yeah, I lose money in gambling or with how much jerseys are or all the apparel <laughs> yeah. that I bought. Like I'm gonna do both. If I want to criticize, I'm gonna criticize. If I want to cheer, I'm gonna cheer. And you can s my d if you don't like it. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, I don't care. And that was my point yesterday. Was with people. You know, like oh, I was fighting with people. I was like, you shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, because man. Dak was that quarterback. Dak, we couldn't trust Dak. Dak was. To- he, he, he couldn't. He just didn't have those skill set yet. But now it seems like. He's found Again, it. I don't know if he does or not. We'll find out. Giants were very. They were a defeated team when they, I think they went to that building yesterday. Yeah. Although they did have some momentum when they came out. 
shut them down the first drive, yes. and they came back and they scored. The they first, scored. They're, they're, they're first they went drive. up seven nothing, and people were freaking out. Right, I was, I was and I was the first person that tweeted out the Redskins did this earlier in the day to the Eagles. Everybody relax. I said that. I said that when we were down seven to nothing. And then we come back and beat their ass. So I really wasn't wanting to hear the negativity being thrown my way about the criticism that I uh, that I have been open about because I was the first one that was positive when things looked negative. So it's like you shut STFU, bro. <laughs> STFU. Sorry, I was just riled yeah, up. With yeah, that. My, my only complaint was I, I didn't see the pass rush early in the beginning. I, yeah, towards the end it came out. Yeah, it towards was, the end it did. Yeah, it was just a little disappointing. I was like maybe expecting to make. You least, wanted to see D Law on there, I like did. tearing it up. He like, did have that strip sack though. He did. Yeah. So um, everything looks you know phenomenal as far as the Cowboys go. But again, it was the Giants, and everybody has predicted the Giants to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. So we'll see. Uh, the Redskins are a little bit better of a team. That's who the Cowboys got next week. And then they got the Dolphins, which they're ass. And then it's the Saints and the Packers. So we're going to have to wait a little bit until we can run into some true competition to see how things go. But, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better start, that's nope. for sure. They needed this. Literally, a pre- yeah. And so, and co- I really do believe in football. It's a lot about confidence. It's a lot about momentum. It's what you truly think of yourself as, as a team. And uh, right now, Dak Prescott, man, he's freaking... Kudos to him, bro. You, you can tell game. that he worked his ass he off. Did. And that's the big, like, some people are born with, like, natural talent. And, like, they can just do things. And I have, and those, and that's great for you if you're, like, one of those people that you're just naturally good at something. But I have just a lot more respect for people that weren't necessarily good at something. They worked at it, and they got better. And, like, that's the kind of thing that, you know, I think is awesome. Because it's not easy to work hard at something and to continuously do reps and like get better at something, really truly work on something with a goal. So uh, I thought the Cowboys game was awesome. I really do. So I look forward to hopefully it's a great season. Um, what else was there? Oh, we got a couple games tonight. Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Um, you got first game up, you got Texans at the Saints. Right now the Saints are sitting at uh, six and a half point favorites. Over under that game is 53. Um, I would lean toward the Texans. Just, you know, I'm not betting on this game, so it's not a pick or anything. One thing week one teaches you is that you really don't know who these teams are. I didn't see the Steelers last night coming out as flat as they did against the Patriots. No, no one did. I thought they'd have a little more oomph, but they really look like complete. You know who really looked like shit was Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, horrible. I mean... Is Big Ben done? I don't know. Again, you don't know, you don't want to go too hard with your week one knee jerk reactions. You got to like let the season kind of play out a little bit before you really have an assessment. So we'll see how things go. I if I had a lean tonight, I would say Texans with the plus six and a half. What about you, Daniel? I would say the Saints. Okay. I just think Drew Brees is going to have a great game today. Um, yeah. The Houston Texas defense is good, but I just it's Drew Brees. One thing did you have you learned in week one that you can't just go. You you realize how the homer, it seems easy, right? You yeah. look at the lines and you're like, I got, oh, that Saints are going to kill them. And the next thing you know, you're watching the game is the fourth quarter and the Saints are only up by four. And now they're killing the clock and the game's over and the Saints win by yeah, four and you don't sucks. cover the spread. That, sucks. that happens every single game. Right, that's but you think it's easy though, just looking at it, and it's not. But you realize like how difficult the point spread system really is to maneuver and navigate. So, uh, we we're we'd lean on opposite sides on that one. Uh, I look forward to it though. I want to see Deshaun Watson. 
I want to see how this Texans team looks. I also want to see how the Saints team look because, you know, Drew Brees, it kind of seems like he's started to regress a little bit. So is Drew Brees going to be the Drew Brees of old or is he truly starting to regress a little bit? So we'll get to see that. That's the first game up. That kickoff is 6-10 Central. And then um, it's a doubleheader tonight. They always do this week one in the NFL season. It is the Broncos plus one on the road against the Raiders. I would go Broncos in that game. Over and under, that game's 43. I like Joe Flacco, though. I like the Denver defense. I think the Raiders have had a lot of drama. And that's what's going to hurt them tonight. Yeah, I think they've had a lot of distractions. And that's not And sometimes it brings teams together. Sometimes, because Antonio Brown hasn't been in the building that much, it might it might unify the team. But I think it's just they're kind of exhausted. And now they got to come play a, a division opponent. A division opponent. At home, in, you know, when their last season in Oakland. It's their last season, right? Are they in, yes. They're in Vegas next, next year. year. Yeah. So it's the last time they're going to play the Broncos in this stadium. I like the Broncos, though, plus one. I like them to uh, get that W up there. Who do you like? Broncos. Broncos. So we're on the same side there. I look forward to some more football. We'll be back Wednesday to uh, preview week two or three in the college season. Week Week three in the college season, as well as Thursday night football. And then again, of course, we'll be back on Friday to do our NFL podcast. I appreciate all the downloads. I appreciate the uh, subs and the people rating the show and all that good stuff. I really just truly appreciate your guys' support on this podcast. You guys have been phenomenal. I look forward to a great season. Although we didn't start off as strong as we'd like to week one, I guarantee you that this season I'm going to have a profitable season. I'm guaranteeing that. So I hope you guys have a great start to your week. I hope you have a great Monday night. Daniel, you be back Wednesday with me? I'll be back Wednesday. All right, buddy. All right. We will see you guys Wednesday then. Have a great day. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.